0: I'm Courtney. And I'm Allison.
1: And we're Courtney and Allison, and this is the Double X-Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X-Files. Today, Allison, it's about songs you fuck to. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. I just, let's open up that big old, I, hey, you know what? I went deep sea diving. I found the shiniest oyster I could, and I'm just going to pry that sucker right open. We're going to just, we're going to take out that pearl right up front.
0: Okay, I gotta, I gotta stop you right there. Okay. Because <laughs> I was almost certain that after you said you went deep sea diving, uh, yeah. you were going to follow it up by saying that you additionally went Rocky Mountain climbing, um, <laughs> and that your song to fuck to was, in fact, Live Like You're Dying. How did you know? <laughs> I guess you also want to fuck like you're dying. Oh. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I guess if I was going to fuck like I was dying, it would be in tears begging a higher presence not to let me stop. So I guess that checks out. <laughs> that's that's yeah. that is
0: how I fuck. <laughs> oh my god, what is your real song to fuck to?
1: Well, I was just thinking um what album in your high school years or your university years or whenever you started the the handsy stuff the fingering the the mouth stuff the the hand and mouth stuff or just some good old fashioned like you know pve mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. what album did you have playing i was thinking back to what 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 was mine
0: I you know when I first got into that like sort of hot and heavy bedroom situation yeah um it was in I want to say 12th grade or no it would have been at the end of 11th grade
1: noise nice. um, nice. noise noise noise
0: <laughs> uh with uh with a boyfriend that I was very fond of who also enjoyed um local music and punk music okay. and there was a band that I think was from the island and they were called Run Chico Run what um, and that was the music that I just solidly remember playing as we just sort of, you know, macked in his room, which had a, a street light hanging in it. Um.
1: Okay. Was it just like if it's a punk band, it was just frantic, right?
0: Yeah, I don't know. It was very, uh, you know, I'll post. I'll see if I can find a song. I'll post it to our Twitter. Okay, <laughs> and and you. <laughs> And it's like, does this make you horny, baby? And then I was like, no, because I'm grappling with gender issues that I don't even know about yet. <laughs> so it's actually quite difficult to become horny. So for me,
1: um in university, it was a lot of Radiohead. But <laughs> coincidence has struck uh, Allison because... My macking uh, album was 1999's uh, album play by Moby. Oh, woof. <laughs> Which was, you know, featured very heavily in this episode of the X-Files and gave me vivid flashbacks of some awkward fingering.
0: Oh, no, 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 no.
1: <sighs> oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but also no.
0: <laughs> but very much no. Yes. Oh,
1: God, no, please. <laughs> <laughs> just when you you put two teens together in a dark room and Moby plays, you know, the song of us, our generation, <laughs> Moby. <laughs> and True. maybe you throw in some Gwen Stefani in there. It's just, it's going to get messy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can get down with Gwen at any time, but...
1: But what what is awful is, uh, on the original album, they actually edited Gwen's voice out of Southside. Anyway, I'm going to talk about that later. Because I <laughs> okay. want to deep dive into Moby, because that is what happens in this episode of The X-Files. Allison, tell me about it.
0: Okay. Uh, we watched Season 7, Episode 17 of The X-Files, entitled All Things, Stylized in All lower Lowercase Letters. Yeah. Uh, and here's the description. Following a string of strange coincidences, Scully encounters a former lover and embarks on a journey of self-discovery. And let me tell you, if this sounds like an episode <clears throat> where um, you're going to feel like you dropped acid about halfway through, <laughs> you would be correct, sir. <laughs> it's like we should time we should have a timer
1: of when you should drop your acid and when the acid should hit because boy yeah. oh boy oh <laughs> boy there are there are many times that i felt like uh i took a hit uh one of them being the david duchovny um sweat lodge situation oh
0: yeah Do you remember that
1: one and and yeah. this one also yes uh Though I wish I was not on uppers, I felt like I was on several downers that were coexisting together, and it was awful.
0: Oh man, I just like, yeah, there are these moments throughout, because the episode starts with Scully doing this monologue about how life is made up of moments that go rushing past you. Let me feel, let me just say, this episode did not feel like it went rushing past me. (laughs) These moments took a while. It's like she was, this uh, cold open
1: was a more facetious version of a Robert Frost poem.
0: Oh, my God, yes.
1: <laughs> and you can't get much more facetious than Robert Frost. Uh, thank you. <laughs> so this slow-as-a-snail moving episode is was written by Gillian Anderson, correct?
0: Yes, yeah. Do you have any background on that? Like... I do have a little background. Okay, on that. yeah, I want to know from the Wikipedia page. Oh, thank bless em. Uh Jillian Anderson approached series creator Chris Carter and asked to write an episode that explored her own interest in Buddhism and the power of spiritual healing. Please, please, Chris Carter, please, Carter, please. I know I'm a weighty, but please. Um, she wrote She wrote a basic outline of it in one sitting, and Carter approved it due to the personal and quiet nature of the story. Her first draft was, was 15 pages too long, and it did not feature a fourth act. <laughs> now, there are a few, uh, quote-unquote, necessary script changes that Anderson regrets. Um, most notably, the addition that the relationship between Scully and Watterson was intimate. Uh, oh, so that was shoehorned in there, huh? A yeah, she didn't. She didn't have them. Fuck. She had N- them in her original script. Uh, they were close to having an affair um, when Skelly left for Quantico to become an FBI agent. Then Waterston became depressed, and his family began to began to suspect an affair. And then his wife killed herself, which made oh. his daughter resent Skelly.
1: Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> You know what? I'm not going to say that it was a necessary... It, it's not often I say that script changes made by Chris Carter are necessary, but I think that was a
0: little necessary, my dude. <laughs> uh, and also, when she first wrote the episode, it did not imply that Scully and Mulder had had sex.
1: <laughs> Chris Carter's like, hey,
0: hold this. One more again. <laughs> like, <at the> end. <laughs> Gee. I see that nobody fucks in your version and I'd like to fix that. <laughs> I'd like to
1: imply some fucking. Is that okay? Just a lot of it.
0: <laughs> so that's the scoop. That's the hot. That's the hot poop scoop. It was a mess. Yeah, it was. There are all these moments throughout where it like slows down so we can, you know, see Scully living through this moment. Um, And they made me feel genuinely like I I was high. Yeah. I was like, hey, real quick. Did I have a special brownie?
1: <laughs> got check no nope. just a regular one for breakfast <laughs> i'm a champion <laughs> uh so i guess this is our this is chris carter's punishment for actually not hiring a really good uh female writer before this i guess right mm-hmm. yeah. so, so now it's like season seven and he's like oh shit like you know what they're really hounded me on this one i know a woman she she's been asking me to write and then he looks at the script he's like oh fuck (laughs) well (laughs) here we go Uh, oh so let's go to my natural aphrodisiac allison Uh slides and moby
0: oh gosh
1: (laughs) actually for me it's microfiche
0: yeah for me it's slides and and also moby (laughs) Mm. now for me it's not Moby but this scene uh okay so we go 36 hours earlier because of course we do um and then Skelly goes into the office and Mulder is showing her all these slides and he's saying there are these crop circles and there are fractals and then he mentions Mandelbrot yeah um which immediately made me think of Jonathan Colton's song Mandelbrot set and I will say that I did have a long-term relationship with a um, an engineer who deeply loved Jonathan Colton, and I cannot promise that I was never fingered to that song. <laughs> it comes full circle, yes, <laughs> just like it, just like a fractal,
1: fingered like a fractal, huh? Oh God, just goes oh. around. It just gets tinier the more it goes in. <laughs> <laughs> okay you did miss that is a very important thing but you did miss another important thing that scully was scully brought lunch because moeller sent her on a case on an autopsy case in which uh, a bunch of teenage girl or sorry one teenage girls uh died by choking on margarita mix and tequila by reenacting the blair witch project in the woods <laughs>
0: Yeah, which Mulder thought was ectoplasm.
1: Now, I do want to see that episode of The X-Files, though.
0: Yeah. Actually, yeah, that sounds pretty dope.
1: And that's also how I want to die, personally.
0: (laughs) Well, we can go out to the woods if you want. I got some margarita mix.
1: Do you have some margarita mix? Really? No, but I can get some. Oh, man. You know that you can go to, like, Winners or, or, like one of those like kind of weird stores that has clothing but also homeware but also like decor and toys and Mm. they always have a giant bag of margarita mix
0: they know what we need and all i want to
1: do is just pour like seven two fours of tequila into there and just mix around and just like sleep on it like a pillow and suckle on it all night long
0: Honestly, you could pour tequila into, like, a, a, a big pot of high-C ecto-coolers and it's basically <laughs> the same thing.
1: Um, It might be the same, like, chemically, but not spiritually, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> so, Scully gets lunch and Mulder's talking about fractals and circles and scully and he's eating or he has a something scully once again is not allowed to eat real food nope (laughs) you think she's like right in herself like i'm just gonna have a blt (laughs) i'm gonna have a big a big stinky cheeseburger (laughs) this is a real stanky one but that was also what chris carter edited apparently just like dry iceberg lettuce, nothing on it.
0: Absolutely iceberg lettuce. Disgusting. It was so
1: bad. And like little carrot pieces. This is like a Wendy's Ugh. salad special with nothing That's on nothing. it. That's nothing. Ugh. So Mulder says, Hey, you're not listening to me. And we're like, Yeah, duh. And he also asks Scully what she's like thinking about or what she's upset about. And she says, I wouldn't mind taking a bath. And he says, what does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) Women, am I right? Is it like she wants to jerk it, right? Yeah, absolutely. No one takes a bath and doesn't jerk it.
0: I don't know why you would. I don't see the point.
1: (laughs) She does look like she does need some jerking. Really. Like a
0: bath is meant to be relaxing. What's the most relaxing thing you can do? Jerkin' it. Obviously.
1: Unless. Unless? Unless you are jerkin' it to punk, which apparently you did a lot when you were a teenager. Oh, baby, that was not jerkin' it. That, that involved two people. <laughs> well, okay, maybe some ska then? Oh, no, yeah, now you got my number. Did some trumpet make you horny? <laughs> it still does. Oh, boy. <laughs> so... What? Okay. Mulder is upset, upset upsetty, because he wants to to go to England to look at the crop circles, which are Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, even by the 90s, people do look. It's just like farmers, my dude. Like, it's not a thing. But he still thinks it's a thing. And then Scully has to go back to the hospital to Mm -hmm. look at, to finish the work that he gave her.
0: Yes. What happens at the hospital? Okay, she gets to the hospital and she picks up the results and uh, opens them, and they are the wrong results. They are for a D. Waterston. And she has a moment where she's like, oh no, oh my. And then uh, she trades them in for the right results, but asks if the D. Waterston is a Dr. Daniel Waterston, which it is. And she goes down to his room and sees him. <gasps> and. Uh, just kind of looks longingly. Now, it's his daughter in there as well. Is that correct? Yeah, his daughter Maggie. So the doctor in there tells the
1: daughter, like, oh, yeah, your dad's not doing so well. And then he says, if you'd like, I can show you the hospital cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> get some cobbler. Your dad's dying. Why don't you get some apple pie over there? <laughs>
0: And uh, Scully is reading uh, an issue of Feng Shui Life while this happens. Oh, God. Is, is Feng Shui Buddhist? No, I think uh, Feng Shui...
1: Oh, uh, maybe?
0: I'm I don't know. I'm actually not sure.
1: It, might be, it could, could possibly be. I would not put it past the X-Files, though, to be like, hey, this sounds Buddhist.
0: <laughs> might as well. Yeah. Just squish they it also, together. like, really... Especially in this episode, they really like to mix... Um, different sorts of, like, Eastern... They yes. mix all the Eastern religions, like, they think they're all exactly the same thing. Yeah. And um, they also... Okay, in this episode, basically, they inter- interchangeably use the word aura and chakra. Yes. Which oh. is wild. My. God. <laughs> so, chakras are um, a Hindu concept. Yes. Uh, but auras were first popularized by Charles Webster Leadbeater, a former priest of the Church of England cool buddy he had studied theosophy in india and believed he had the capacity to use his clairvoyant powers to make scientific investigations so not the same thing no Ah uh uh, uh 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 nope
1: oh <sighs> <laughs> <sighs> there is there is a lot of Hey, there's a lot of times, a lot of those like new age religions in the United States and in North America on the Western side, uh, they love to henpick pick out these quote unquote Easter religions and like be like, hey, that sounds good.
0: Let's yeah. do it over here.
1: And it, a lot of them actually turn into cults, which is also not so good.
0: Um, uh-huh.
1: Like, fuck, uh, do, do you know Echism? Echists?
0: I- Don't know if I've heard of that one.
1: Oh, they're everywhere. It's weird because everyone knows, like, Scientology, but no one knows the Echists. But they have, like, places all over the world like Scientology does. And they're... It's a Western religion, but they kind of henpick Eastern religion pieces and kind of piece them all together with Jesus. Uh, Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. yeah,
1: They have a a sacred sound. It's not om. It's who... Hugh. Oh, yeah okay. It's real weird with a bunch of white dudes like <laughs> talking about like stuff that is literally from Buddhism and Hinduism. Um, so this, this episode of the X-Files does the same thing, where it's just a bunch of white people talking uh-huh. about auras and chakras and Buddhism and Hinduism, and I don't like it. I don't care for it
0: at all. Mm-mm.
1: Now, here's the thing. Uh it's okay to uh follow these religions that's fine whatever wherever you're from that's cool but to use them in the media and kind of just throw make it like a stew like an eastern religion stew and have no representation
0: this is really shitty (laughs) yeah it's pretty it's pretty rough and I mean, you know, the episode is written by a white woman who is interested in those things and so wanted to write about it. Is is Jillian Anderson Buddhist? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if she is or was at the time. But yeah, the main thing was just that she was interested in Buddhism uh, and the power of spiritual healing. Okay. Uh, at the time that she wrote the episode. Okay. 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 Um, so... He she sees
1: him, he comes in and she, they have a moment together, he's kind of out of it, but man, I saw some Emmy juice just pop right out of his eye. Just like did you see that? It just went it yeah. just mmm mmm. <laughs> just a sweet little drip. <laughs> a little tear there. Uh so <laughs> the next thing I have is it's just all jumbled together because it's it's this episode is basically just her leaving the hospital and then coming back to the hospital. And that's it. That's absolutely well, everything she does. And going to
0: Colleen's house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell me about Colleen. I would love to, okay, so um, Mulder does ask Scully to do one little thing for him while she's while he's in England, and that's to go to this group and uh, get some of their research on these fractal crop circles. So yes. she goes over there and uh, and uh, Colleen gives her her research and uh, Dr. Colleen is a little bit of a bee um, to begin <laughs> with. <laughs> Because she tells, Skelly's like, I almost got into a car accident. And Dr. Colleen is like, uh, you know, I find that with car accidents, it's usually because someone's not paying attention as they should be. Yeah, no shit, Colleen. Look, Colleen, we get
1: you got some big lesbian vibes and you're just shoving those in. But no, no need for you to be a straight B. <laughs> uh, or, yeah. you know what? This is just j- how Jillian Anderson has been brainwashed to write women. Could be. Because that's all, the only female character she's been interacting with on this season <laughs> series of the episode. She's like, well, guess I gotta write a big bee in here. That's women for you. And not the good kind of bee. Not the
0: pollinator. Just the just a right old bee. Just a real bee. Uh, so she uh, she gets the research and she leaves. And then she uh, has a moment where she drops it on the ground in slow motion. And picks up the one piece of paper that says, a oh, Heart Chakra. Mm. uh-huh <laughs> uh-huh uh hey, and then she goes hey
1: whoa uh wait a minute i gotta know what's your favorite chakra
0: what's my favorite chakra yeah
1: right <laughs> in order of favorite to least favorite what what are
0: your top five favorite chakras i mean my number one top is chakra con oh shit <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know what that's i usually yes and but i think the conversation is over because that was the best answer (laughs) Uh, follow closely number two the butt chakra
0: yeah i was gonna say obviously Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so what were you saying about i was almost gonna call her diane but it's not diane it's colleen
0: Yeah, no, um, uh, so Scully leaves Colleen's house and she goes back to the hospital where she has a a heart-to-heart with the Dr. Daniel Waterston, who is a uh, doctor who taught Scully at school, Mm -hmm. um, so it's a little, uh, little, uh, affair with the married professor sort of tidbit, Uh, (sighs) and, uh, he's just like, man, okay, so just him overall, he's- so similar to all the other men that Scully gets involved with in that he's, like, weirdly controlling and loves to tell her what she wants and thinks and feels. Yeah. And, he, like, I don't know if Scully as a character loves to be controlled or, like, has a thing where she, you know, falls into being controlled by men or if the, the people that make this show genuinely think that's romantic. It just turned into two
1: elitist fucks talking down to one another a lot. And I just really wasn't into it.
0: No, I wasn't into it either. Because it's just like he's putting all his baggage on Scully. And then there's this scene where he's like, what do you want? And it's like, what do you want? You're the one that keeps fucking bugging her. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You astral projected your ass into her head. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, it's... The weird power dynamic is is very odd always with scully and yeah. i don't know if they can't figure out and it's it's very telling that jillian anderson can't figure out what why <laughs> why
0: <laughs> it's a dad thing right does she have dad yeah, issues it has like, to be he was absolutely 100% a dilf when she oh, was at school yeah dang so <laughs> <laughs> um by the way, I was just
1: doing some Googling just to figure out the connection uh, with Gillian Anderson and Buddhism, because it's important, like, again, it's okay to be a white person and follow Buddhism, but maybe don't, I don't know, represent it, don't be the only voice to represent it in media, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, she, she says that her brother was Buddhist, and okay. he actually passed away when he was 30. So she, I don't think she is Buddhist, but she, he, uh, she was highly connected through him. Um, hmm. She also believes in reincarnation, and which is... Like, see, again, I'm not sure. I know Hinduism has a hint of that. I'm not quite sure of Buddhism. Again, <sighs>
0: I'm a white person talking about this and I shouldn't be. <laughs> you know what? I will find some good essays uh, for more knowledgeable people and I will that post them for people to read. That would be fucking amazing. But that is that is Jillian
1: Anderson's effect. So I understand, like, if, if her brother was deeply connected with Buddhism and he passed away early and that had a big effect on her, I could see why she would want to write something exploring that but it Mm -hmm. doesn't come off as well it, it partly it comes off as scully exploring it but it also is this bigger entity of this like radiating well this is the way eastern religion this whatever eastern religion that we're talking about it's the way it is and that is weird yeah and the practitioners of those religions are we're both white
0: Yes. Which like, is, literally everybody in this episode is white. Which is so. weird. That is my, that is my issue. <laughs> yeah. um, I would love to talk about the next Colleen scene, which I feel a lot more confident speaking on. Mm.
1: Yeah, because I think they were going to fuck too, right?
0: <laughs> uh, Scully goes back to Colleen's house to ask her about, I don't know, some bullshit. um, And... Okay, first of all, Colleen has a woman, um, another woman opens the door and invites yeah. Scully in. And then Colleen kisses her on her way out. Yeah. And um, so that we we love this. This yes. is good. Good. Uh, also, the other thing that I love is that um, she brings Scully into her living room to sit down and she has a a coffee table water feature. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't you
1: know that when you are a lesbian couple, that is what you're gifted on your couplehood on the anniversary of your couplehood? <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. It's the coffee yeah. table water feature anniversary. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And the that's the second year anniversary. Third year anniversary is a tire swing in the backyard.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and then a thoughtful um, and hilarious garden gnome.
1: Mm, yes, 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 yes. <laughs>
0: Dang, man. Um. So she tells Scully a story about how she actually used to be a physicist. Yep. Um, and was in a relationship with the woman that we saw earlier in the scene. Uh, but she felt so much shame about that that she was literally dying inside, and also developed cancer. Um, and then once she was able to let go of that shame, uh, her her cancer was gone. So coming out literally cured her cancer.
1: And
0: <laughs> oh, oh dang, I didn't know we could do that. Yeah, I had it's actually. It's inconvenient because I wish that I had waited until I had cancer. To come out, because I feel like Mm. I just wasted it. Yeah. (laughs) What were you cured of, then? Oh, certainly not any (laughs) butt
1: problems. Maybe you had, like, a polyp, and it was like, boop. I'm gone
0: now. (laughs) It's gone. Bye. Sorry. That's all we could do. (laughs) Oh, man. I just, like, I yelled at my computer. I was like, you stay away from gay themes. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't do that. You just can't do that.
1: Nope uh oh this is by the way this is uh is this section after scully kills a man (laughs) with her head
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um i think yeah so look yeah if you want to talk about that again
1: there's just a lot of in and out of the hospital and it's just all bunches together and frankly i'm not paying attention because i'm frantically googling the playlist uh uh, uh uh the moby playlist i have secretly in my computer um so at one point in one of these visits the 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 guy the the man is not doing very well and so scully goes in for a cuddle and listens to his heart and he literally has another heart attack <laughs> while she's cuddling um so you know that's not going to be great for anyone really uh and um, this isn't when the out-of-body out experience happens, right?
0: No, that's okay. after she goes to Colleen's house. She, she walks so slowly around Chinatown. So, um, this is when I felt like I was on drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's just walking so so slowly around Chinatown and looking at all the signs and she sees one that says apothecary and then she sees this woman who's the same blonde white woman that she almost hit with her car Yep. Um, and she's like this is a coincidence that means something this so she bitch
1: follows... <laughs> this bitch
0: <laughs> she knows something <laughs> uh, so she follows the woman into a small Buddhist temple nice. um, and kneels down in front of a big statue of the Buddha and then she sees her entire life flash before her eyes. And then she sees the professor floating naked in a void. Okay, for, well, I want to get to that. But also, I want to get to her life.
1: It's just, it was yeah. just like episodes of the X-Files. So Yeah, I mean, that's her was, life. <laughs> it was the last seven years. And hey, it didn't look great. It didn't. <laughs> it was not something to be proud of. <laughs>
0: That's what her, uh, her whole, uh, existential crisis is about this episode. Okay. Yeah. Oh, shit.
1: I really... God, this is... Oh, Jesus. Duh.
0: <laughs> so, um, the professor, his heart is enormous, and you can see it beating underneath his skin, and it's <laughs> big and black, and way too big, much bigger than a heart should be. Your heart should be about the size of your fist. Oh. Um. I didn't know that. Yeah. Cool. And, uh...
1: And so your dick should be the size of two fists, correct?
0: Yes, that is okay. absolutely true.
1: As thick and lengthwise, right? Yeah. If you just
0: okay, so make a make a fist in both hands, okay, and um, just put one on top of the other, like a oh, one on
1: top. See, I, oh, <laughs> uh oh, I was giving myself a fist bump. That's <laughs> that's what I'm working with. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's what you're working with? Yeah. Now, okay, so mine is like that, but now release your fists so all your fingers fingers wiggle up in the air, and that's kind of what I have going on. Oh, like,
1: oh, here's the church, here's the steeple.
0: Open the doors, and there's my
1: dick. <laughs> do you ever do the one where it's like, open the baby's diaper, and you have one No, fingi- I do
0: not know what Really? Is. Oh.
1: Yeah. Okay, so we're going to do it all together with Space Cadets. I want you, Space Cadets and Allison, to- fold your fingers together like you're, you're Mr. Burns. Are uh-huh. you doing it? Okay. I want yeah. to take take the middle finger of your right hand and and take it so it is inside in between your two hands.
0: I have taken it.
1: Okay. Now, what you need to do is you need to go to your friend or roommate and you have to say, open the baby's diaper. And then you open your hands and then you wiggle your little finger and go, pss. No. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's illegal.
1: Uh Uh-uh. That's a crime. (laughs) We never did that as a kid. Oh oh my god, all the time.
0: I can't.
1: Maybe, hey, maybe with the Ontario version of Here's the Church, Here's the Steeple. Where it's like, (laughs) hey, 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 what up? Here's a baby dick. I love it. Oh, God. Uh, okay, what the fuck is going on? Oh, he... They have to yeah. call a white guy to clear some chakras. <laughs> <laughs> it's a plug. They got a plug. Yeah. There's a chakra plug. He ate too many Whataburgers, and he got a plug. So, they got a chakra that. I don't think... Hey... I think you're mixing like Reiki and like all these other things. I don't think you can clear a chakra by just like hovering over it. I don't. Honestly, think. I have
0: no idea. I don't. I
1: mean, I cleared a chakra this morning and boy howdy. I mean, I can guess which one it was. <laughs> the butt one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so she she does this thing to this guy yeah and then um she goes home and then she has to go back to the hospital god uh, because he's woken up out of his coma and it's just ba- like hey, oh wow
1: it's bad writing if you have to go back and forth back and forth and back and forth like it's just it's bad writing nothing is moving you're just stagnating yeah you should
0: just just follow the uh, the screenwriting rule of uh, enter late leave early and then she'll just be there the whole time oh please thank you um by the way sprinkle through
1: this there's just a whole lot of Moby and I appreciate oh there's that. so
0: much Moby <laughs> and there's so much slow walking and there's so much mm. like camera circling uh. something oh man
1: i did ejaculate
0: at least once (laughs) oh yeah i mean absolutely it's like
1: a pavlov dog situation i hear moby and oh there i go
0: (laughs) yeah you're you know it's actually we try not to play it around you because it gets really uncomfortable for everyone
1: oh wait till you hear my summer mix did i tell you (laughs) did i tell you i have a summer boys of summer hot mix that i that Uh, i have burnt onto a cd
0: Oh, I didn't know about the CD, but I I've seen you listening to it on Spotify. Oh yeah, what are you watching what I listen to on Spotify? Sometimes I casually glance oh, at what my friends are listening to on Spotify. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's in the sidebar, okay?
1: I didn't know that. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Oh dang.
0: Well, now I feel really self-conscious. I mean, I always I I li- always listen to Spotify like everyone's watching. So
1: <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, I forget what I was going to say,
0: because
1: uh Scully does some slow mo- motion walking, and she runs into the blonde woman who she almost hit with her car, and it's a coincidence, but gasp, it's really Mulder? Yeah, I did. That was wild. I did not understand that. Nope. Maybe it's like Mulder's the one that she's been looking
0: for this entire time. I can't um but also slightly before that she did go to see her uh professor doctor and he was awake and he did say we need to figure out what's going to happen with us and she said oh fuck off yeah thank god gee because and then she just leaves she doesn't come back Uh uh-huh and then she runs into Mulder, who's wearing a hat that says stonehenge rocks what (laughs) his hat it says stonehenge
1: rocks look i appreciate good dad humor more than the (laughs) average person but Mulder is stuck in this weird thing of like how much I hate him because how much toxic masculinity oozes out of him and mansplaining. But then he has these like little dad moments and I fucking love it. And I'm just I know. so fucking conflicted. It's is that what an anti hero is? I think so. So David <laughs> David Duchovny and the Hulk
0: yeah (laughs) they both get sad walking away
1: songs Uh uh-huh uh okay I don't remember the context but I got really excited Mulder says something about having David Crosby's baby
0: oh yeah Uh he he said you you're looking uh you're looking at me like I just had David Crosby's baby I'm not sure something like that
1: again the dad zone is is real, right? With David Duchovny in this episode, uh, he's in that D zone. <laughs> he's in my D zone, because you. Hey, if you're gonna have someone's baby, out of Crosby, Stills, Nash, and I'll even include Young,
0: would it be Crosby? <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's kind of like a like a fuck Mary kill tolerate i guess (laughs) okay
1: fuck mary kill tolerate crosby stills nash and young (laughs) oh man i would i would you go i would marry nash i would i would fuck young who would not fuck neil young are you kidding me no yeah absolutely i would tolerate stills uh sorry crosby (laughs) If, you know, I love the stash, I really do, but you're still committed to that stash, even now. And it seems like, it seems like even if you Google Crosby old Nash and Young pictures, Crosby never aged. He just was always 80s years old.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> uh, how about you? God,
0: yeah, that mustache is real. Oh, great. yeah, it's real, real. <laughs> it's real. I mean,
1: they all experimented with mustaches, but Crosby committed. <laughs>
0: oh okay i here's mine yeah i think i would fuck nash oh interesting i'm gonna marry stills Ooh. tolerate young and kill crosby i don't know if i can abide
1: by that one but that is your decision that's what hey that's what's up <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad we both know we're both telling crosby to fuck off
0: if you don't think Nash is the hottest one, I don't know what to tell you.
1: He oh, definitely. That's why I want to lock that boy on on just with a ring. I want to keep that sucker. <laughs> and I want to get real drunk and fuck young. <laughs> <laughs> While stills watches in the closet.
0: Because then you can just, I mean, yeah, I guess if you marry Nash then you get that, you get the, you get the cow, you buy the cow. Yeah. Um. But if you fuck Young, you get the milk for free.
1: Oh, dang, that
0: Young, that Neil Young milk. Then you get to brag about it, too, for the rest of your life. Mm. <laughs> Please don't talk to me about Neil Young's milk. I regret everything. <laughs> and so does Stills. He brags about it, too, because he watched you. <laughs> He had a good time.
1: <laughs> and Crosby's dead <laughs> in the ground.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh,
1: is this done? Are we done? Oh, no. We have to talk. Do we have to talk about the very end?
0: Yeah. Oh. Okay, you do it. I can't. Thank uh, you. Mulder and Skelly go to Mulder's apartment. And Skelly talks about, honestly, one of my favorite things, which is alternate universe theory. Um. And she's like, what if uh, there's all these choices and there are all these different lives we didn't lead and blah, 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 blah. Look, I'm into it. I just don't want to hear you talk about it. Um, and then she's like, what if there was one right choice and there were signs along the way? And I'm like, no, that's not my bag. Um, and then Mulder says a bunch of stuff I didn't pay attention to. Yep. <laughs> and Scully falls asleep. Uh-huh. And then Mulder uh, reaches over and brushes her hair out of her eyes. And I'm like, oh. sir, she is sleeping.
1: Now, I don't know what happened, but I literally looked up from my screen and looked down and looked up, and it was like three seconds between Scully talking and F- Scully falling asleep. And I didn't know what the fuck happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she was like, tired is she just all that fucking horny dad energy. <laughs> is she just pretending? Is she just pretending? <laughs> yeah, she's like, if I just close my eyes, maybe he'll stop talking. <laughs> he also, oh, oh no, he's touching me. Oh, oh god. And then it pans
1: to a fish tank. Which means things got wet.
0: (laughs) And then it pans further down to a little statue of the Buddha, which means things got peaceful. (laughs) Now, that's how it should have ended.
1: Or that's how it did end. Can I tell you how it should have ended?
0: I would love that.
1: Okay. (laughs) Chris Carter and friends, I know you tried real hard, but you shed the bed again on this one. Da-da-dum. Nothing to fear. Gordie and Dum. Allison are here to clean Dum. up the mess Dum. that you've done. Dum. It's how it should have ended Dum. if you weren't so fucking Dum. bad at Dum. writing. Uh, picture this. <laughs> Scully is pretending to sleep. So Mulder stops looking and or talking to her. Mulder really grossly removes a piece of hair from her mouth and then tucks it behind her ear. The camera pans to a fish tank, but it keeps panning to two people on a bed, one of them holding a floppy sunflower. We pan out. It is Moby and Gwen Stefani. Yes, that's right. This is just a really long version of the music video Southside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Gwen Stefani's eyebrows. Oh, they are pencil thin. Girl, Uh, she she got a she she took some lessons from some drag queens because girls got that she just shaved those eyebrows off and just way for thin, Moby's coat very long, very furry, very pink, and yes, Gwen Stefani does indeed lick Moby's head a lot. Oh
0: God, I forgot about that that fever dream of a music. Allison, I don't know. It must have come
1: out in 1999. Um. And this was when I moved to Man... No, this is when I moved back from Manchester to Londonderry. Uh, and my boyfriend picked me up for school every morning because, you know, I had that on lockdown. And so I got ready for school on my own and I turned on MTV and VH1 to do so. And I would say for a full eight weeks, every time before I left... You, I could tie myself by when Southside from By Moby came on the TV. I knew it was time to leave. For a fucking eight weeks, I don't know what was going on. Yeah, that, that shit was on the Much Music Countdown for ages. Oh, so good. It only, okay, well, so I looked this up. It hit number three in Canada, but it hit like 19 in the United States.
0: What can I say? Canadians love Moby except for now we don't like him so much now.
1: No, uh-uh. mm. <laughs> he he's bad right now. He's bad.
0: Yeah, he did this whole thing where he like insisted that uh what's the what's the girl from Star Wars? What's the Star Wars? Oh Star-
1: shit. Yeah, fuck. Um Natalie Portman. Oh, yeah, he yeah. like insisted that they dated and she's like we didn't date and he's oh, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. Oh, I'm sorry. We talked so much about Moby. That completely You know what? Just let's remember Moby as not the horrible man, but just a voice in which I fuck too. a lot. Okay,
0: that's what I like. Is that better? I don't know. What's your uh? What's your modern fuck music?
1: (laughs) The coyotes howling outside as an ambulance passes by. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna say Lizzo because Lizzo is my everything. Oh my god! You know, I did actually write down. There was a moment where I actually just Googled the uh, flute solo from Lizzo's B E T fucking performance that happened. It's so good. So good. Um, if I have to say, I am living that big dad energy this summer. Honestly, probably Hotel California or Dirty Work Ooh. by Steely Dan.
0: Oh, I cannot abide yeah sorry well that's why we're not fucking allison (laughs) (laughs) because we'll just never agree on music that is the only
1: reason why we're not fucking (laughs) steely dan is driving us apart (laughs) (laughs) god damn you steely Uh, (laughs) can we rate this fucker yeah let's rate it i rate on a spooky scale one is this very spooky and i can't sleep five wait nope Five is very spooky... God, I've been doing this for seven fucking seasons. Nine seasons. Uh, yep. Five is... It's incredibly spooky. I'm never going to sleep again. One, it's... It's so not spooky. And I'm going to give this, like, a negative 13. I... Okay. It was... The only inch of a spookiness that we have was literally... I thought it was on, like, drugs.
0: <laughs> yeah um i rate on a rage scale it goes from one which means it's a great perfect episode and i loved it all the way to anami um no is that right first person shooter first person shooter. yeah, yeah anami got a 10 yeah um and i'm gonna give this a seven just sucked
1: yeah wow sucked. that's actually very um nice of you because i would have oh god it was I guess it wasn't... Oh, no, it was offensive. Yeah, it
0: was. Here's the thing, is that we have just watched so many fucking stink bombs. Yeah, we sure have. That that's what I'm comparing it to. God.
1: It was good of the bads. Yeah. Mm, lovely. Um, I think it's time to do some predictions. But mm-hmm. instead of doing that right away, I actually want to cleanse my palate with some good fucking podcasts unlike ours
0: okay <laughs> uh,
1: <Yeah. laughs> which which podcast does not talk about a very problematic musician without realizing it for 50 minutes
0: oh you know what um <laughs> this one probably does a pretty good job at that because i i trust these people with my life i'm tom lockney and i'm liam senior i really like video games and internet culture and i like movies and tv and every week we research a true story from our preferred mediums and tell it to the other person it's super fun and it's great and even when
1: it gets a little intense we find the last in it damn it lots of learning lots of laughter sometimes
0: bummers but lots of friendship media majors every monday on the major cast network
1: yeah i'd uh i'd finger them to steely Dan any day
0: okay well is that too much was that off the network
1: was that too (laughs) or be fingered by them you know what whatever is consensual or just stay 50 feet away that's fine (laughs) too i think that's
0: i think there's a reason we live in different
1: countries (laughs) yeah we're not allowed we're not allowed back okay let's do some predictions
0: okay i think it's it's your turn turn to
1: predict yeah
0: anything could happen based on a name anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game tell me allison what's it gonna be a way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety um i
1: did not get any points because i (laughs) i think i predicted a uh honey i shrink the kids situation you did, yeah, absolutely, and like you a did. and a bumper shoot situation, yeah, oh. yeah, one hundred percent. You know what? I stand by how fucking amazing that episode would have been. I can taste the Mister Choco Bear already. Mm. I'm telling you. What? Okay, you're at two and a half. I think I'm at one and a half. Right? Yeah. Okay. You're gonna have to pull a whole point out of somewhere. <laughs> I'll show you where I'm gonna pull it out of. <laughs> Uh, we have one, two, three, four, five Allison, we have five episodes left. Thank God. Uh, this one was a fucking doozy. Okay. Which we've been on a real brown streak. <laughs> Look, someone took my underwear out of the drawer and just tossed it on the screen. <laughs> uh season seven, episode eighteen. Your episode is Brand X. Brand X? Uh huh. (laughs) (laughs) Which sounds like a Simpsons episode, so good luck.
0: Oh, I never use brand X. (laughs) (laughs) Only Jimson's mayonnaise gives me the tangy pucker I need. (laughs) Uh, brand X. (laughs) Brand X. Uh uh huh. I think it's, uh, I think it's going to be a myth arc episode. Really? Um, Okay. Yeah. I think it's going to be part of the overarching mythology of the entire season. I thought we finished Um,
1: that. I thought we solved the sister
0: thing. We've, I mean, there are always more sisters to be pulled out of more holes. (laughs) I guess. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. Uh, I think it's going to be about brand X. God, I wish I had any idea what to say. Um. Okay, it's a mega. There's a mega corp. Okay, mega and corp. Using alien tech.
1: Ooh. Okay, what kind of mega corp?
0: The bad kind. Okay. Well, they're, they're all they the bad some kind kinds. Of, some kind of energy corporation. Energy corporation. Got it. Okay. And they're using alien technology. Okay. And what's the ex? Like, what is Mulder and Scully doing? they're trying to figure out how they got the alien technology and from whom they got it. Okay. So uh half point megacorp. Mm-hmm.
1: half point alien tech. Yeah. Okay. Uh Allison, if the space cadets want to email us and tell them what songs they got fingered to in their youth, um
0: what uh what email should they email that to? Oh, you should send us an email at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. That's D-O-U-B-L-E, um, double spelt out. And uh, you also, you know, you're welcome to let us know on uh, Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, also at Double X Files, what music uh, really got, got helps you get your bang on. Dang. Uh Currently and in the past and maybe in the future, for sure. Yeah.
1: Um, also, we do, we have the Fan Fiction Fuck Corner uh tourist which tourist attraction do you want to fuck that's going up this week correct yeah so make sure to visit our twitter and vote for who you would like to fuck a turtle or a monster a sasquatch hitchhiker i think that was who it was Uh huh. Uh-huh. dang uh is that it are we done that's all
0: we got for you dang
1: okay until next time the truth, truth is, is out, out there, there. Hey, Allison, can you just play, like, a little bit of South Side to, like, run this episode out?
0: Yeah, you know it, baby. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm going to come. Oh, no. <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.